an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Coronavirus commuter. He walked through America's biggest station every day. Now his neighbor who drove him to the hospital has tested positive. What does that say about the spread of the coronavirus? And coronavirus fraud? It's pandemic, people. Does he really claim it can treat the coronavirus? It's an absolute outrage. Then, don't mess with Dr. Jill. Takedown by Joe Biden's wife. Jill showed some serious muscle. How she came to the rescue on his big night. And out of the rubble. Job! Crane operator trapped as the tornado bears down. Oh my God, oh my God! Then, the woman accused of trying to blow up a Walmart with a nail bomb. Cops say she was trying to ignite a bomb with a shoelace. I didn't do anything! And exclusive. The journalist who took down MSNBC host Chris Matthews. People telling me to kill myself, people calling me a whore. Plus, Alex Trebek, one year after his stage four cancer diagnosis. There were some good days, but a lot of not so good days. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A bipartisan committee of Congress has reached agreement to provide $8 billion to fight coronavirus. That funding comes as the United States now has 100 confirmed cases of coronavirus. That's a number which includes the family members and neighbor of a 50-year-old attorney who works in New York City. Stephen Fabian is in Grand Central Station with the latest on this. Stephen? Deborah, new details are emerging about a lawyer who has tested positive for coronavirus here in New York. He commutes to work through Grand Central Station, where three quarters of a million people pass through every day. His wife works at the same Manhattan law firm, and she has also tested positive for coronavirus. So have two of their children. And now we're learning that the neighbor, who was kind enough to drive the attorney to the hospital, has also tested positive reinforces what we already know about the coronavirus being a lot more contagious than, for example, the traditional seasonal flu. Mystery surrounds this young man wearing a face mask who collapsed on a street in New York. It's not clear if his illness is connected to coronavirus. It's a very sad day for me today. Arnold Schwarzenegger just posted this video announcing he's postponing his annual fitness convention in Ohio that normally draws 250,000 fans. I think it was the right thing to do because we want to keep people safe. Mariah Carey just postponed her concert in Hawaii. Evolving international travel restrictions force us to consider everyone's safety and well-being, she tweets. Ellen DeGeneres wanted to know how many folks in her audience had traveled to get there. Who here is from out of town? The release of the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, was postponed today until November due to the virus. Actor Jason Biggs took precautions when he appeared on The View today. That's very smart. 
I spoke to Dr. Oz. What's the difference between panicking and staying safe? We're seeing events being canceled. We're seeing people change their travel plans. What's the difference? Well, I would not change my plans because I'm fearful of dying or being hurt from the virus. I might change my plans if I think I'll get quarantined for two weeks or not be able to return to my country or, or not have a good time because I'm so worried about getting a, contracting the infection. But remember, 80% of the people, the best we can tell, who get this virus have t minimal symptoms. So very mild uh, abnormalities that they weather in a day or two don't even know they had the virus. Worldwide, 93 cases of the virus have been reported, which include 3,200 deaths. More than 50,000 people have already recovered. Presidential hopeful Joe Biden is feeling pretty good today after his strong showing on Super Tuesday. And he should also be feeling pretty good about his wife, Jill. She didn't waste any time when a protester got a little too close for comfort. Don't mess with Dr. Jill. Joe Biden's wife is being hailed today for springing into action on his big night. First, one protester rushes the stage in L.A. She's hauled off by security. Then another protester climbs up, and Jill takes charge. Just look at the determination on her face. Jill showed some serious muscle against protesters last night. CBS's Gail King was impressed. She talked about it with Deborah on CBS this morning. But I love that she does that. It's funny, but that was actually quite a scary moment because yes. you had no idea what that, those two people were trying no, to do. It's not the first time Jill Biden has tackled a protester. Last month in New Hampshire, she hustled a heckler away. Man, she protects her man. I mean, she's like... Now people are wondering, should Biden have better security? Shouldn't they have better protection? When is this going to kick Biden, in? Please. Tiffany yeah. Trump has Secret Service protection. And Joe Biden does not. What you do want to have is security blocking access. You want to have screening. So everyone going to in, coming into that venue needs to be screened. Metal detectors, making sure no weapons get in. And then any route that would allow access to the podium needs to have guards. We are very much alive! Biden was the big winner on Super Tuesday, coming out on top in 10 states and bringing his campaign back to life. Look at the headlines. He's alive, smoking Joe. There was record turnout with long lines in Texas and California, but not much love for Elizabeth Warren and Mike Bloomberg. Now he's calling it quits. Not an entirely surprising decision by the former mayor of New York City. Last night was absolutely terrible for him. He spent an estimated $700 million in just three months. An eye-popping sum of money, $11 million, I think, per delegate. And he's vowing to spend even more money to help Joe Biden win. Michael Bloomberg has officially suspended his presidential campaign, saying in a statement three months ago, I entered the race for president to defeat Donald Trump. Today, I am leaving the race for the same reason, to defeat Donald Trump. Trump is mocking the billionaire today. He made a fool out of himself, to be honest with you, and it's, uh, he's not too happy about that. And with everyone on high alert for the coronavirus, the president is also blasting Bloomberg for poor hygiene, sharing this video as he licks his fingers while eating pizza. Mini Mike, don't lick your dirty fingers, Trump tweeted, both unsanitary and dangerous to others and yourself. I haven't touched my face in weeks. In weeks. Mr. President, I miss it. Other news, we thought this was the end. That's the word from one survivor of the devastating tornadoes in Tennessee that le left at least 24 people dead. But amid the devastation, there are stories of heroism, like this firefighter who saved a six-year-old boy. In the midst of the devastation, an incredible story of humanity, 
a fire chief comes to the rescue of a terrified little boy. You were rescued. Seven-year-old Brock Maxwell was soaking wet and bruised after the twister ripped through his neighborhood outside Nashville. That's when Chief Jamie Luffman scooped him up and carried him to safety. He was terrified. He was shaking. Did he say anything to you? I asked him if he was scared. He told me he was. I said I was too, but that we were going to get down there. I told him he was going to have to stay still while we stepped over the wires and to hold on tight. And uh, he did. There's a real tornado. Oh, my God. And this heart-stopping video is just now coming to light. A crane operator is trapped 350 feet in the air with the tornado fast approaching. If something happens, make sure everybody knows I love them. This is no joke. There's a real tornado right there. Jason Nash says he was only given a two-minute warning about the tornado, but it takes 15 minutes to get down. Fortunately, the tornado did not make a direct hit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And American Idol winner Taylor Hicks' home is now unlivable. He hid in this closet as the tornado touched down. You know, that feeling of, of, of really not knowing if you're going to be on Earth anymore, I don't think you can put it into words. Wow. This was the second deadliest tornado event in Tennessee history. It's been about one year since Jeopardy! host Alex Trebek announced that he was battling stage four pancreatic cancer. And now he's taped a special message to let his fans know how he's doing. Hi, everyone. On his one-year anniversary of being diagnosed, Alex Trebek reveals he's beating the odds in his fight against stage four pancreatic cancer. The one-year survival rate for stage four pancreatic cancer patients is 18%. I'm very happy to report I have just reached that marker. Fans have expressed concern lately after the 79-year-old Jeopardy host sounded noticeably hoarse and tired. Did you pick the right one, Mackenzie? Today he admits the chemo has definitely taken a toll. There were moments of great pain, days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But he says giving up would have been a massive betrayal to his wife, Faith, and his fans. Keep fighting, his supportive fans are tweeting today. Trebek promises he will. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible. Mm, great words. Trebek says as long as his skills are not diminished, he has no plans to retire. This is police body cam footage as cops confront a woman in Walmart who they say filled her shopping basket with items to build a nail bomb, a bomb meant to detonate inside the store. And if that weren't bad enough, she had her little boy right there with her. Was this woman prepared to set off a bomb at her local Walmart? Security personnel at the Walmart say they observed the shopper actually putting the nail bomb together in the aisle. They saw her open a box of nails, put them in a mason jar, and then start concocting a liquid mix. They say when she seemed ready to detonate the bomb by setting fire to a shoelace, security swooped in. In this store security video, you see her with a shopping cart, and it sure looks as if she's removing the shoelaces from sneakers. Look, she's putting one lace into the jar to use as a wick, cops say. An off-duty officer from the Florida Department of Fish and Wildlife was in the Walmart at the time and was asked by security to investigate. You're going to get detained right now, okay? The woman, identified as Emily Stollard, was with her son, who she instructs to make a call. You tell him that I'm being detained and he better come get me right now. 
Shockingly, investigators say she was using the child to help her make the nail bomb. In her shopping cart, authorities took pictures of the product she was purchasing, denatured alcohol, which is used as a cleaning agent, packages of nails, and several mason jars, one of which is missing from the box. And you can even see the sneakers minus the laces. After sheriff's deputies get her into a patrol car, there's a tense moment. I didn't do anything. She is facing multiple charges, including attempted arson and firebombing. The woman has pled not guilty. Walmart says they sure do appreciate the quick response of law enforcement. As a daredevil, Nick Voland is pretty fearless, but tonight he'll be walking the high wire above a volcano. And he admitted to R.L.S. Trent that for the first time, He's a little nervous. Tonight, high wire daredevil Nick Walenda is taking on his greatest and perhaps most dangerous stunt, crossing an active volcano. Nick, you have nothing else to prove. You know that, right? It's all about proving to the world that nothing is impossible at this point. He'll be walking across the Messiah volcano in Nicaragua. It will be his longest and at 1,800 feet, highest high wire walk ever attempted. Even Nick, who has crossed Times Square, the Grand Canyon, and downtown Chicago, admits he's a little scared. There's certainly fear. Now, I will tell you, every walk I do, there's a respectful fear. But this one, there's just so many new elements that are thrown at me, and there's so much that we can't predict and prepare for. Well, the special Volcano Live with Nick Volenda will air tonight on ABC. Yesterday, we told you about Chris Matthews abruptly retiring from MSNBC. This after a former guest claimed he'd made rude comments toward her. Well, now that woman is speaking out in an exclusive interview with our Megan Alexander. She's the journalist who many say brought down MSNBC host Chris Matthews. I helped to remove a man from the airwaves that was really undermining women. Let me start with my headline tonight. I'm retiring. It came as much of a surprise to me as anyone on Monday night when he suddenly announced that he was retiring early, and especially when he apologized. Laura Bassett told me she's stunned by the blowback she's received. What's some of the worst of it? Oh, people telling me to kill myself, people calling me a whore, people calling me ugly. They want me to shut up. They want me to go away. In her GQ magazine expose, Bassett revealed unsettling stories of what she says happened backstage when she appeared on Hardball. I was sitting next to him in the makeup chair, and he said, who are you? And I said, uh, I'm, I'm Laura Bassett. I've been on your show several times. I'm, I'm going to be on your show tonight. Um, and he said, and why haven't I fallen in love with you yet? And I was kind of taken aback, and I didn't say anything. I was nervous. When Chris Matthews made those comments, did the makeup artist say anything or react? After he walked out of the room, she said, don't worry about him. That's just how he is. He does that all the time. And you know? what did you make of that? I mean, I was just shocked that he had been allowed to treat women that way and that the people around him just kind of accepted it and protected him. Trevor Noah's The Daily Show compiled examples of questionable remarks by Matthews. You're flashing your incredible eyebrows at me. <laughs> Here he is with TV news personality Aaron Burnett in 2007. What? Come in closer. No, come, in, come in further. Come in closer. Really close. What, what do you What do? You do? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You look great. Anyway, it's thanks. Aaron, it's great to have look at that look. You're no, you're beautiful. Thank you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're not. I that. made it really clear in my GQ column that I was not accusing him of sexual harassment. I think what Matt Lauer did, what Charlie Rose, what some of these other men did is in a different category is worse than what Chris Matthews did. I asked her about Megan McCain coming to Matthews' defense on The View. To reduce his entire career to this segment yesterday, 
made me really sad. Can you excuse a man's behavior because he's had such a great career? Uh, in what way do we celebrate him? In what way do we send him off? These are all complicated questions. I'm retiring. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, coronavirus fraud? It's pandemic, people. Does he really claim it can treat the coronavirus? It's an absolute outrage. And the guy who lets wild creatures fight and sting him. Who would volunteer to do this? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Deborah Norville's 25th anniversary. A special Inside Edition from her first day on the air to having a baby. She's fine. I'm fine. From behind bars to her own medical drama. Very, very scary. 25 years with Deborah. I know you. I'm Next Inside Edition. It was only a matter of time before all sorts of so-called treatments connected to coronavirus would pop up. Even notorious televangelist Jim Baker's hawking one on TV. But at least one group of medical experts is calling it a fraud. This is amazing. Is there a miracle treatment for coronavirus? Order silver now. This televangelist seems to suggest so. Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Show. Jim Baker, the notorious pastor who served five years in prison for fraud in the early 1990s and was once married to the late Tammy Faye Baker, is now back on the airwaves, making, well, surprising claims that this silver solution could be effective against the coronavirus. We've tested it. It works on just about everything. This influenza that is now circling the globe, you're saying that silver solution would be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains yeah. of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. So what do you think about these people kind of pushing this silver as a treatment? It's an absolute outrage that they're pushing this product. There's no evidence for its effectiveness. They're exploiting people who are fearful about the virus. Stay away from the product. All you're doing is wasting your money. Dr. Lori and other scientists have petitioned the FDA and the FTC to take swift action against Jim Baker. The televangelist had no response to our calls for comment. That woman who appears on the show tells us that her claims have been, quote, misrepresented. She says she never specifically stated that silver has been tested on the new strain of coronavirus. Still to come. The guy who lets wild creatures fight and sting him. Who would volunteer to do this? Of all the jobs you could have in the world, we bet this is number one on the list of jobs you don't want. Would you want to be stung by something called the executioner wasp? This guy does. That's like Mike Tyson hitting you in the face. His name is Coyote Peterson, and he has built a legion of fans as the king of stings on YouTube by deliberately getting bitten and stung by some of the scariest creatures in the wild. Now he's got a new show on Animal Planet called Coyote Peterson Brave the Wild. I would say that I'm actually really good at not being bitten and stung by things, but when we figured out that people really enjoyed seeing the effects of what happens if you are stung, it was a great formula to get people excited about animals. The show features 79 different species, 
Everything from snapping turtles to a koala, a wombat named Gracie, and of course, things that bite and sting like this bullet ant. Hailed as the most painful sting in the world. I don't know if you're incredibly brave or, or crazy. I've heard a little bit of both. She didn't want to do what he does. When we come back, the friendliest kid in the world. Finally today, we think this will make you smile. Hi, hi, hi. This little guy is the friendliest shopper you'll ever meet. Hi, I'm happy. <laughs> Two-year-old Sam is loving his trip to Costco and letting everyone know. Hi, 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 hi. And with that note, we say bye. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce Season 4 of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. 